With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Made it to hour two on this Thursday. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Glad to have you on board. Stay as long as you can. Play of the day, stat of the day, poll question, all of that. And what scouts thought of Aaron Judge initially before he was drafted. We'll have that for you coming up as well. Joey Votto was trending last night. Longtime Cincinnati Red. He's not playing. I think he's shut down for the rest of the season. Shoulder surgery and... He had a Barry Larkin jersey on, and he was sitting in the crowd. He was just walking around the stadium, taking pictures, enjoying himself, getting food. He's going to join us coming up a little bit later on. But it was great because when you watched, you were like, man, that guy looks just like Joey Votto in the Larkin jersey. Yeah, look at a beard. And then all of a sudden you go, that's Joey Votto. And he's a character. I mean, he is destined to be in TV, covering baseball, being a part of baseball. He's really an entertaining guy. Yes, Todd? If you're an older gentleman, do you wait on some kind of line behind a bunch of kids to get a little picture with them or shake their hand? Or is that kind of, you know, what's the cutoff for that? Okay. Let's say John Elway is walking around the stadium and you're there with your son. I would push little kids out of the okay. way to get to the front of the then line. Then there's your answer. There you go. There's Fritzy your... was about to jab the older guys who were waiting oh, to meet I Joey know. Votto. I know. Fritzy did when we saw the video. He goes, oh, look at that older guy waiting there. It looked kind of sad, but now that you put it in Elway terms, you know, good for him. He wants to – how often is a player walking around the stadium? Thursday night football, it's the Browns and the Steelers and the Browns, according to DraftKings. I've got them favored by four, three and a half, four. And must-win situation, I'd say the Browns because they're at home. I'm just not sure what the Steelers' like big picture is. You know, is like, does Mike Tomlin know Mitchell Trubisky is not going to be his quarterback at the end of the year? What, what can he see? 
because he he's not going to you know show us his hand and say hey after the you know the bye week in week nine I'm going to put in Kenny Pickett. I don't know where they're going to be. They lost T.J. Watt when he comes back. They still have talent. This guy doesn't lose. He's had a winning record every single season there in Pittsburgh. But all right, what are you going to do? You know, it's a mess in the AFC North. I always love when Bill Belichick throws out verbal bouquets with the opponent he's facing. Because if if I asked him last week, hey, what do you think about Lamar Jackson? He probably would go, no, he's a very good quarterback. But now you've got Lamar Jackson playing the Patriots. And now he's effusive and he's like, oh, he's a great pocket passer. I got the feeling, and maybe I'm crazy with this. I'm crazy, but it almost felt like Bill Belichick was tampering with Lamar Jackson just to say, uh, you know, if it doesn't work out contract-wise, certainly I'd love to have you as my quarterback. Now, he's got Mac Jones there, but if you could upgrade with Lamar Jackson, but it did, it, it sounded like that where somebody says something nice about your girlfriend and then you go, hey, ease up, man, all right? Hey, I'm just, I'm just complimenting her. That's what it felt like. But uh, the Ravens are favored by, I think, two and a half against the Patriots. Yeah, Paul. I always thought that Belichick, he's been doing this for decades where he overcompliments the upcoming opponent. I always thought he did that to like first quell any media, you know, back and forth because you're all he's doing is complimenting the opponent, but also to mess with his own players. Like I'm going to talk about how great Travis Kelsey is. I'm going to just glow for two minutes on Travis Kelsey. Now you guys got to shut him down. <laughs> I, I've always thought that was his message. I never know if it's real or not. When you're facing somebody, it's like this guy is unbelievable. And then the following week, after you beat him and he's a bum, you know, you don't look back and go, are you kidding? Did you guys believe that, what I said? Yeah, Paul. I like it when coaches of good teams have to overcompliment a horrendous team. Yeah. Like if you're facing the, the Jaguars last year and you're coaching the Chiefs, like, you know, they're, they're a scrappy team. They're up and coming. You know, they just play hard football. They, they don't take a plays off. You got to find some type of compliment that they don't quit. Yeah. And it's, sometimes it's tough. It's like, you know, I could imagine Belichick getting together with his coaching staff. Oh, I got to say something positive about the Jags. You guys got anything? Yeah, I think so. Uh, I'll just say they play really hard. Yeah, they 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 play to the whistle. Yeah, how's that? Does that sound good? Yes, Todd. Mahomes just said that uh, I think as recently as yesterday about the Colts, who look like they're going in a horrific direction. <laughs> he called them a great team. We got to get ready for these guys. They're due for one. Whatever he was saying. A great. Team. He did call them a great team. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the Phoenix Suns, very good team. Phoenix Mercury, they are uh, for sale. Robert Sarver has announced that he is going to sell. I would love to know the pressure behind this. Where did it come from? I don't know what changed because it felt like the NBA, the commissioner, the other owners, they were not going to do anything. And it was going to be left up to advertisers and players, whether it's part of the Suns or... Maybe a team would say, we're not playing against the Phoenix Suns. We're going to forfeit. We're not going to play in front of that owner in Phoenix. I don't know if it would have gotten to that, but it felt like the pressure was on these players. Uh, the Boston Celtics, Ime Udoka, has been, uh, well, on the verge of being suspended, according to Woj, pending punishment. Uh, I guess he had a relationship with somebody in the Boston Celtics organization, Woj tweeted, no final decision has been made on the length of a suspension, but internal discussions have include 
included scenarios that would keep Udoka out for the entirety of the 2022 season. Let's see, what else did Woj tweet? Uh, ESPN story in the Celtics coach facing uh, disciplinary action expected to include a significant suspension for a violation of organizational guidelines. That's all we know right now, but we'll talk to Ramona Shelburne. She covers the NBA for the mothership, and we'll talk to her about both of these stories because those in line are at least reportedly interested in buying the Phoenix Suns. Jeff Bezos, Robert Iger, who used to run Disney, who else is on that list? Have we seen, uh, I thought there was one other person. Larry Ellison? Oh, Larry El- Larry Ellison, I think, owns Hawaii, doesn't he? He owns Hawaii. He's <laughs> owns state. I think he does. I, I, I think Hawaii is owned by Larry Ellison. I'm going to remove, remove that little apostrophe. It always messes me yeah, up. Yeah, Hawaii. It's Ellison. Uh, yes, Tom. He actually sold Pennsylvania and Iowa to get Hawaii. <laughs> so I don't know if that's a good deal, but that's what he did. You don't want to play Monopoly with that guy. Uh, more dinosaurs, more action, more of what you love. Stream the extended version of Jurassic World Jurassic World Dominion now only on Peacock. I've been watching a little bit of uh, Wrexham, the documentary with mm. Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhaney. I feel bad for Rob McElhaney because Ryan Reynolds is a big, big star. And Rob has done an unbelievable job with Always Sunny in Philadelphia. And uh, it was his idea to buy this soccer club. And it feels like it's always Ryan Reynolds and his friend, Rob. <laughs> I saw a headline the other day. Ryan Reynolds and fellow actor. You couldn't even put his name in? Fellow actor is just like Rob McElhaney. I know. And then I think it was in front of, what, their government, where some politician said, and, uh, you know, Wrexham is being bought by Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhaney. Like, he didn't even get his name right. And I went, oh, poor guy. He's the one that, it was his idea. He had never met Ryan Reynolds. And he said, I needed somebody who had real money. And uh, so he reaches out to Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds is not a sports guy. I remember when he came in 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 San Francisco during Super Bowl week, and he was talking about Deadpool. I had never met him. He was an unbelievable guest. Mm. But he had no idea about sports. He walked in and actually, when he met us, I think Seat and I were standing there at the edge of the set. And we're like, hey, I'm Paul. I'm seeing he's great. He goes, I don't know anything about sports. <laughs> he whispered it like, like he's apologizing in advance. I go, I go, we're going to talk all about movies and TV and your career. He goes, oh, that I could do. But even on the, the documentary, he doesn't know anything about soccer, football. And he says it. He says, but it's an underdog story. So he's looking at it almost like this is how I would produce this underdog story. You know, a downtrodden soccer team, and we're coming in to, you know, pave the way for them to uh, get back to the Premier League. Yes, Seton. It is funny to see them. They're going through all the, the troubles of ownership, right? Whether it's like, oh, the field needs to be resotted, and oh, we got to get the you know government to sign off on this. And then at the same time, they're also like, so offside, how does that work again? <laughs> no. Like, they're talking about all of this money they're pumping into the thing, and they're like, so wait a minute, why do they throw it in sometimes? What is that? PK, yeah. PK, penalty kicks. But you can't use your hands, but then you throw it in. Okay, all right, okay. Uh, it's good, but I love these things where it involves the town. It, you know, I'm not the biggest soccer fan, but I love the atmosphere around soccer because there's this is as close as they get to what college football is all about. 
I mean, that's, that's that environment there. And it means so much to these people. And, uh, you know, there's a quote, it's not life or death. It's, it's more than that, or it's more serious than that. Yeah, some people say, uh, well, football or soccer is a life and death. I can assure you it's much more serious than yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But, but when the economy of a town is, is really hinging on the success of a football team, it's pretty that, – that's where I, I – you get me. And when I watch Leeds, uh, Sunderland, Till I Die, those documentaries, they're great because you understand the passion. And, and sports is about caring, understanding the passion that somebody has, how important it is to you. And you get those with a lot of these documentaries. Yes, Eden. Well, Robert Sarver owns a second-tier team in Spain. Does he have to sell that? I don't think he does, but that's why it's, sometimes it's hard for me to feel bad, like, oh, wow, the guy's – you know, got to lose his team now and he's got to sell, you know, his franchise and he's going to get $2 billion and go live in Spain for the rest of his life. You know what I mean? Like this. Oh, I don't feel sorry for him, but I want to make sure the process is correct that, you know, he's, and was he forced out? How was he forced out? Was this, what role did the commissioner play? Like, I'd like a little bit of detail here. You know, it, as bad as some of these owners are, like Daniel Snyder, if he loses his team, I go, I don't go, wow, you know, they never really gave him a chance. Or, wow, you know, did they make him sell because of one moment, one incident? And the answer is no with that. And Robert Sarver's had a reputation in Phoenix, in Arizona, not being a good owner. And there are other things in play. I don't know if there was something else, smoking gun there, was there anything else that was in play that maybe he thought, you know what, let me just cash it in. Bought it for $400 million, going to sell it for $2 billion. That's all right, whatever. I'm out of here. Yeah, Paul. I don't know what it says about the two different commissioners, but if you look at Adam Silver, the two times he's had major deals like this, the owner lost his team. Once, apparently by choice with Sarver, it appears by choice, and then with uh, Donald Sterling, it was not by choice. And the NFL, they did have, was it Jerry Richardson in Carolina? Yeah. That seemed like he was encouraged to yeah. sell immediately. He sold pretty fast. That was That's probably the closest situation yes. to Sarver's. Yeah. Because Richardson said, okay, I'm out. I'll take my $2 billion. Yeah, but Donald Sterling's family wanted him to sell. Like, I, I, I believe, if, if we look back on that, that this wasn't – that was an easy one for the commissioner, for Adam Silver. He's like coming in and, oh, he's going to get him to sell. Well, plus they had audio. And, you know, th- these were things that were far worse than what Sarver did. And it doesn't mean, well, that means Sarver should keep his team. But who put the pressure here? What role did the commissioner play? Did players play? Advertisers. Uh, We'll uh, take a break here. Let me get to uh, Andrew in Washington. He's been on hold, and uh, we'll take a break. I want to read you what the scouts said about Aaron Judge before he was being drafted. Hi, Andrew. What's on your mind today? Good morning, Dan. Good morning. Dan, thanks for taking my call. I'm 5'6", 165, and a proud tortoise owner for 10 years. Um, real quick, I do have a stat of the day, but my question for you is this. Andrew, I Andrew, well, you have yeah. a tortoise? I do. I own a tortoise for 10 years. It's been a big subject on the But not a turtle. Week. Not a turtle. You own a tortoise. No. Mine's a leopard desert tortoise, so no need for water changing. They actually go through a hibernation stage, so they don't have to be fed year-round, from what I know, and he's lived for 10 years. And it used to be as big as uh, my stepson's palm of his hand, and now it's large enough that I have to pick it up by both hands on each side. And they can be 
potty trained to go to the bathroom in one area of a house if you choose so. Wait, this the tortoise roams around the house? Well, we don't let it roam as much once we start trying to eat some of the fake grass out on the patio. Um, and the dogs <laughs> love it, and the cats love it. They all kind of follow them around. And they'll so, find wait, so you have dogs and cats and a tortoise? Yeah, we have a little bit of a living zoo. We also have a leopard gecko and a bearded dragon. Yeah, Paulie. Do you call to all the pets for dinner at the same time and the tortoise like an hour late just sitting there going, <laughs> come on, let's go. Everyone else like, No, you got to call him early. Yeah, 20 minutes early. Tommy, oh. let's go. He lets you know if he hasn't been fed. I'll tell you that. You'll hear something on his terrarium. Wait, wait, wait. How fed. does the tortoise let you know he hadn't been fed? He will walk the side of his terrarium back and forth, and his shell will click against the glass. And then you feed him, <laughs> and he'll go right to it. They're very smart animals, and they're going to outlive everybody in the family. So now we have to figure out how we put the turtle in the will. <laughs> uh, give me your give me your Where stat of the go? day. Give me your stat of the day, there, Andrew. All right, can I have some music? Okay, uh, Mark. <laughs> For the first time ever. The four winningest college basketball programs, Duke, UNC, Kentucky, and Kansas, have all started the college football season undefeated at 3-0. That's your stat of the day. Good call. Good call, Andrew. A tortoise would creep me out crawling around the house. Can't do that. But you could easily run from it. I could, but just the whole thing. It feels like when they make up their mind that they're coming after you, it's going to take a while. But, man, when I get to you, you're in trouble. Yeah, see. Yeah, but you ever see a snapping turtle? Yes. That I little ca- whoosh, I've caught him. Dang, man, that's no joke. I've gone fishing and caught a snapping turtle. Yeah, look at this little guy and then mm-hmm. clamps down on yeah. you. Yeah. Yes, Tom. And it bangs its shell against the glass <laughs> and lets you know, hey, <laughs> where's my food? That's <laughs> fabulous. <laughs> I had a relative who had a cat, overweight cat, and uh, spent the night at uh, their place. And they said, hey, the cat loves to sleep on that bed, just to let you know. Well, closed the door, like 2 in the morning, this cat was throwing its body up against the door. I mean, loud. Like a Bills fan with a table? (laughs) It was. Bills Mafia would have been proud. This thing was like, bam, bam, bam. And it woke me up. I'm like, Oh, my God, is somebody in the apartment? I go out there, and this cat was so fat, and he wanted to get in. Big boned. <laughs> Big bone, my bad. And I don't want to fat shame him, but he wanted to get into that room. And I was like, oh, my God, you weren't lying about that. Bam. <laughs> Bam. All right, we'll take a break. Back after this. Oh, DraftKings, are you ready for tonight? An official sports betting partner of the NFL. You got big plays, even bigger paydays. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team. And uh, you bet them to win, get $200 in free bets if they do. If that's not enough, everyone can boost their winnings with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. We were just looking at a couple of those. Right now, uh, winnings up to 100% with these uh, stepped-up same-game parlays. And why would you bet any place else? Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code Patrick. Get $200 in free bets. If your team wins, 
When you place a $5 bet on any game, that's code Patrick, only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, Fritzy. 21 and over in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. Bonus issued as free bets. One boost per eligible game. 10-plus leg required for a 100% boost. Opt-in required. Deposit parlay and wagering restrictions do apply. Eligibility and terms at DraftKings.com slash football terms. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr. And I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back. And joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. 
Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James! LeBron James! And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Got some more information from Woj on the situation with the Boston Celtics coach, Ime Udoka, is likely facing a suspension for the entire season for his role in a consensual relationship with a female staff member. This, uh, according to sources telling ESPN, a formal announcement is expected as soon as today. Well, it can't come any sooner than that. Um, I guess they're not looking at Brad Stevens coming down from the front office to be the uh, interim head coach. They'll probably look towards and the assistant coach, Joe Mazzella. Um, so that's according to Woj. Well, this came out of nowhere. And a year suspension has to be more than just a consensual relationship, I would think, here with uh, company policy there. Yeah, Paul. Yeah, the only thing in the article that gives any detail is the relationship was considered a violation of the organization's guidelines. Right. You're certainly opening up the organization to mm. potentially a lot of trouble with that kind of thing. Yeah. Man. So the key word there is likely facing a suspension. That's according to uh, Woj. Keep an eye on uh, all of this. Some phone calls. People have been waiting. Uh, Wade in Texas. Hi, Wade. What's on your mind? Morning, Dan. Morning, Wade. Danette. Uh, first time, long time. 5'11", 185. So wanted to call in on a couple things. Um, Wrexham uh, documentary, love it. Uh, actually got permission from my wife uh, heading to uh, Wrexham for a match December 3rd uh, uh, versus uh, York City. So pretty excited about that. Nice. What else? And uh, also, thanks, Dan. Uh, In regard to the home run record, yeah, I agree. It's a little confusing. You know, on one hand, uh, 73 is the record. However, on the other hand, the record holder can't get into the Hall of Fame. And so, yes, it's a little little confusing. It's almost like MLB wants their cake and uh, eat it too. So just wanted to call in and uh, been listening to you guys a long time. Met you uh, filming uh, Sports Jeopardy and uh, the uh, program at Pebble Beach. So, oh, great. Uh, Thank you, Wade. I mean, Bonds can get in the Hall of Fame. He's not ineligible. You know, Pete Rose is ineligible. But Bonds has been on the ballot, at least. Uh, Ned in California. Hi, Ned. What's on your mind today? First time, long time, 6'2", an athletic 180 uh, with about a pound with about a pound of chest hair. Okay. <laughs> I have a uh, uh, yesterday, Fritz, the, uh, I think, missed an opportunity um, for one of the uh, 62 home run calls um, for Aaron Judge. Okay. I mean, he's, he's usually pretty good with the wordplay. Uh, okay. Let's hear it. Okay. Aaron Judge goes 
to the record books. Oh, mm, I don't think he missed that one. Spent all day working that up. Yeah, I don't know, Ned. Todd, you had a couple of good ones yesterday. Well, what if we said Aaron Judge goes 62 the record books? That might sell it a little bit more. I think if you're selling it as Kevin Harlan doing it. <laughs> that, that helps you know, a little, right? Kevin Harlan makes anything sound better with that voice. He's always so excited. 1912 Cavs, timeout Indiana. Princess <laughs> 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 should do everything on the show like that. Yeah. I did love what you said about the Portland Trailblazers when you were doing your the Patriot, the Blazers are on a 5-1 run, 17-13 Portland. They want to talk about it in Sacramento. <laughs> they, want to, they want to talk about it. Once yeah. it's like 9-6, someone's got to call a timeout. This is getting out of hand. Yeah. We were up 6-2. They just scored the last six points. Yeah. Timeout. Yeah. 9-6. They want to talk about it. 8-38 left in the first. This is the NBA on TNT. <laughs> Thank you, Todd. <laughs> You're going to pull, pull a muscle. Yeah, I felt something, a little groin. Yeah, you're going to pull happened. a groin. Yeah, Paulie. I love that Fritzy always picks subpar teams to be in the joke. Yeah. Like, the Charlotte Hornets. Yeah. They want to talk. Kevin Harlan usually gets a better game than that. That's not fair to him. Yeah. Why would you get the Portland-Sacramento game? I don't know, but if he does, he's going to sell it. Seven to four. Remember we had the Kevin Harlan game where it was Fritzy versus Kevin Harlan on Kevin Harlan calls? And I tried to clarify who was who, and you're like, well, we know who was Kevin and who yeah, was you. I know, because I go, wow, I can't tell the difference between the two. And then Fritzy goes, well, no, the first one is me. I go, I it know. I know. The second one was Kevin. Yeah. I did the first and Yes, third. you did. We could do that again this year. Yes, we have to do that. Yeah. Do you think you'd... Do Kevin Harlan better than Kevin Harlan? Though? I know I do. <laughs> <laughs> wow. wow. How yeah. arrogant. Yeah. Yes, Seaton. Do you think Todd could really call a game if he was doing an impression of Kevin Harlan? I don't think that's sustainable. The single setback is Edwards Hilaire. <laughs> Touchdown, Chiefs. And that's... it's 13-9, pending the extra point. This is a three-point game against Denver. This is good. <laughs> I want to hear. Can we get like a local college and Todd goes to do a game? <laughs> but he has to do Todd Harlan. Todd Harlan. Todd Harlan. That's Todd. right. Wow, we got Kevin Harlan to do the Towson State game. This is great. <laughs> He's really coming into the booth to do our game. How about we just get you to do a an NFL game that Harlan was doing, and then you just have headphones on listening to it, and then you'll be able to make the call. That would be a lot of fun. That That would be good. Todd does Kevin Harlan better than Kevin Harlan does. This is the NFL on CBS. Here come the Raiders, 31-13. I, I still, I laughed yesterday afternoon, and my wife goes, what's funny? And I said, oh, Fritzy did this impersonation. And then, you you know, I can never recreate it because she doesn't know who Kevin Harlan is. And then I said, yeah, you know, Fritzy says, and, you know, they want to talk about it. And, and she goes, and I went, never mind, never mind. I said, you had to be there, hon. But when he goes like, the commanders are punting, that's a little, right? that's a little much. It's like 6-12 well, left in no, the second no, quarter. If, it, if it's 9-6 and Portland wants to talk about it, that's probably a little <laughs> overdramatic. And there's like 7-53 left in the yeah. first quarter. We don't know who's going to win this game. Come on. Uh, it's good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, Mike in Wisconsin. Hi, Mike. What's on your mind? Hey, Dan. Um, so just on the Aaron Judge potentially having the greatest season ever, um, 
I thought there there was a connection here to a video game of all things. So I have three boys between nine and twelve, huge baseball fans, and they play a video game called The Show. It's like the Madden equivalent for baseball. Mm-hmm. There's a game mode where you can play a home run derby and select from historical, you know, great home run hitters, all the way back to Babe Ruth, Hank Aaron, Griffey. Um, three guys not included, Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa. <laughs> and Barry Bonds? <clears throat> yes. Oh, me. okay. Oh, okay, Mike. I'll, I'll fill in the blanks there for you. All right. So that's a game that has a partnership with Major League Baseball. So Major League Baseball would have some say in those yeah. three athletes not being on the field. Yeah. But these are analysts. A couple analysts said if Judge wins the Triple Crown and hits over 60 you know, one home runs, it's the greatest season in baseball history. I mean, how do you quantify that? Well, is he saying it's the greatest because it's not tainted and we're in the testing era? Or is it graded just on its own? But is it even better than what Otani did last year? I mean, when... I, I, I you know, I guess... Got to have a hot take, and boy, that's a hot take, and people react to it. But and Babe Ruth had a season where he had 175 RBIs, batted like 360, and you know he he scored like 170 runs and hit 49 home runs. I mean, I don't know, but I know that that was before integration. I get that. So. Aaron Judge is playing in an era where, do they want you hit? T- I can't decide what baseball wants. Because I thought that they wanted more home runs. Because the analytics said, you just swing hard, you hit home runs. But then David Cohn said, well, they, they deadened the ball. They don't want you to hit more home runs now. I, I, I guess they want it to be where you actually have a hit and run, or a bunt, or take an extra base, or steal a base. Yes, he... And then at the same time, while they're figuring all that out, they're like, hey, look, we got injured players roaming the crowd now. That's fun, too. Come on out to the ball game. <laughs> I'm in favor of that one. If you're on the 15-day DL, part of the rehab should be you got to spend a day in the stands. Well, it depends. If you're on crutches or something, then I don't want you climbing up steps. <laughs> like somebody <laughs> falling down like a naked gun. Well, if you were committed to the fans. Hey, yeah. there's Anthony Rizzo. Kids. Yeah. He doesn't help us in the lineup. We're going to put him in the stands. Everybody say hello to Anthony Rizzo. Guy in a sling. Yeah. All right. Uh, Ted Williams hit, th- I'm sorry, Mickey Mantle had a season with the Yankees. He hit 353 with 52 homers and 130 RBI. Is that better or worse than what Aaron Judge is going to do? It might be about the same. His, his batting average is quite a bit better and his home runs are a little bit less. Yeah, it might be about the same. Yeah. I mean, they're. It, it's just difficult to say, boy, that's the greatest season. Yeah. It's a great season, but now do I factor in that relief pitchers throw 100 miles an hour and Roger Maris and Babe Ruth never you know, faced those pitchers? Okay. But then the baseball's not juiced? Or is it juiced? Is it sort of juiced? Because I, I didn't get the memo that they deadened the ball because they want you to put the ball in play now. Now, if I factor that in... I still think what Pedro Martinez did in the steroid era, in the live ball era, in the American League against the DH might be the greatest season ever. If you factor in all the elements there, what Pedro did. 
And that's when he should have won the MVP. Didn't Pudge Rodriguez win it that year? Yeah. Are you talking about the 99 season? Yeah. 99, Pedro was 23-4, and four, led the league in wins, led the league in ERA at 2.07, which is nuts in the American League, led the league in strikeouts at 313, won the Cy Young, finished second in the MVP. Five complete games, which nobody does anymore. But the fact that he's doing it in Fenway was his home park. Steroid era, light ball era. Damn. Yes. He, was it around that time, too, that um, batters switched to a maple bat? There was mm. something about, like, Barry Bonds, I think, might have been one of the first yeah. ones, too. He switched to, I think it's a maple bat, and that's why bats started breaking differently. Yeah. They started to send to the shards yeah. all over the place yeah. because they switched to maple, which I think was lighter. Yes, Mark. I was also going to bring up Pedro Martinez dominating in the All-Star game, just striking out everyone he faced in Boston. They won MVP of that game, too. Like, he was just ridiculous that year. Yes, Todd. And they would put syrup on the maple batch, which I don't understand how that would make the ball <laughs> that, go any that further. Is not, that is not true. I'm sticky. What is that going to do? It was made out of maple. Or their bacon. Hmm. <laughs> maple bacon. Sriracha bacon. Former Yankee scout <laughs> Tim McIntosh. Was this? <laughs> so the former Yankee scout. Should I take a break and then come back? We regroup after your Ma- McIntosh. Who works at the? He worked for the Big Apple, I believe. McIntosh. Uh, Not the Big Apple. Well, didn't he work the for the Yankees or something? Yeah. Mets. Oh, God. New York McIntosh Apple. Should have taken. Five-three Canucks. I do hockey now. <laughs> Short-handed goal with sixteen twelve left in the third. Yes, I'm doing hockey. Wait, give on me, TSN. Give me, give me the Blazers Kings again as we go to break, so you can redeem yourself. Dame Lillard has just hit both free throws, and it's nine-seven Kings. And Portland wants to talk about it. This is the NBA on TNT. Nine thirty-six left in the first quarter. Let's pay some bills. Let's let's come back after. Th- and back after this. Why choose proven quality sleep from Sleep Number? I have that question asked to me on a regular basis. People hear me talking about it on the show. Well, the leaves pile up. You got scenic drives, farmers markets, hay rides, all the things that Paulie loves to do. And Paulie needs a good night's sleep because, you know, foliage is right around the corner and you have got to be on your game. Got to be sharp for Paul. Yes, you do. Sleepers who use their 360 smart bed technology enjoy 28 minutes of more restful sleep per night. They have it down to a science. Add that up over the course of the year. I can't carry the one. 170 hours per year. Summer winding down, time of transition, getting back to school, back to the office. You need to reset and get going. Save 30% on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed plus special financing for a limited time. Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash Patrick. The official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval. Minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. He's Mike Carmen. I'm Dan Byard. We have a brand new fantasy football podcast called I Want Your Flex. Twice a week, every Tuesday and Friday, we come up with new episodes to not only look back at what happened, 
what you need to do at that minute, and also look ahead of what's coming up in the fantasy football world. That's right, Dan. Every week we're going to scour the waiver wire to find the pickups to turbo boost your fantasy lineup, sits, starts, fantasy football players' rankings to get you ready to dominate the competition. Listen to I Want Your Flex with Mike Harmon and me, Dan Beyer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game-changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up as well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? 
Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. President's Cup is on NBC and Peacock. The Americans have won eight consecutive times. Tee off from Quail Hollow Club in Charlotte, North Carolina, Saturday at 8 Eastern on NBC and Peacock. All right. Former Yankee scout Tim McIntosh had this to say about Aaron Judge when he first uh, saw him playing high school ball. He saw him in uh, a tiny uh, town of Linden, California. There was nothing there, McIntosh told the Post. Uh, Let's see. Some other scouts felt the same way. One from the Giants said that Judge was the one guy who, when he hits the ball back at the batting cage screen, I don't flinch. There's nothing coming off the bat. A Red Sox scout who uh, hopped on a plane to see him play in high school turned to McIntosh during a game and said, are you bleeping kidding me? They fly my bleep out here and he can't even play dead, Aaron Judge. Okay. I'm not sure why they didn't like Aaron Judge. I guess that they didn't feel like the ball jumped off his bat. But um, see, I always thought, you know, the, the, these taller guys, I go back to Frank Howard, Willie McCovey, these guys who were 6'4", 6'5", 6'6", that you had, you know, a lot of room. There were holes in their swings. And I wondered about that with Judge. That's what's amazing of what he's doing batting average-wise. But as David Cohn said yesterday, he has uh, improved his batting eye and laying off those breaking pitches outside the strike zone. Yeah, Pauline. I went back and looked at some of Judge's numbers. He, he was the 31st round of the high school when he was in high school, but then he was the end of the first round in the amateur draft out of Cal State Fullerton, or Fresno State, I'm sorry. And uh, his last year at Fresno, he hit 369 with 12 home runs. 12 is actually a pretty decent number for a, a college hitter. Yeah. But early in his career, he had no power. He, did, he played a lot of baseball. Same thing with his minor league stats. They had he had decent power in the minors, and actually his last couple years in the minors, his batting average got up to like two eighty four. The Yankee fans were booing the Pirate pitcher Eric Stout. He walked uh, walked Judge in his final at bat of the night on four pitches out of the strike zone. So now you have Yankees, Red Sox, New York City to tie and then break the American League home run record. Good stuff. Uh, a couple of phone calls. Brandon in Ohio. Hi, Brandon. What's on your mind today? Hey, good morning, Dan. Good morning. Um, I've got to say I love when you guys have Joey Votto on. Um, being a Reds fan, he's been one of the very few bright spots um, recently. But i got to say, um, going back, this would be deep into your archives, but you interviewed him, I believe it was 2010, his MVP season before the playoffs. And Mitch Williams had said something about how I think the Reds had no chance they were going to get skunked, which they were um, in the playoffs. But I think Votto's comment back to him was something along the lines of he would like to thank Mitch Williams for giving him one of his most treasured childhood memories, um, giving up the home run to Joe Carter. Oh, yeah. Well, Joey's from Canada. But uh, thank you, Brent. Yeah. Uh, Votto's going to join us uh, coming up next hour. Also, uh, Ramona Shelburne. We'll talk about the situation in Boston with uh, their head coach and also the situation with the Phoenix Suns. Yes, Mark. Hey, Dan. Hey, Mark. Uh, hey, what's up, guys? Hey, going back to Aaron Judge, 
the tickets for the Yankee game yeah. last night for the left field, $1,000, $1,500, that an investment, like, look, let's try to get paid. Those tickets are ridiculous. So usually like 20 30 bucks. Well, I guess if you go, but you want to be part of history, that's one thing. If you're going to say, you know what? Uh, I'm going to buy a row of seats here because I want to have a better chance of getting a home run ball. I remember when Charlie Sheen did that. He bought out the entire left field. Was that when Cecil Fielder? Yeah, it was an Angels game, and uh, Cecil Fielder was going for, he was around the 50 mark, and uh, he bought the whole (laughs) field stands. More beer over here. Uh, Winning. Some run. Where has Charlie Sheen been? His uh, the last few numbers I've had from him are defunct. Yeah, word I use. Yeah, but I, like I haven't seen him do anything, act in anything, any videos, nothing. Winning, Tiger blood. Uh, Chris in L.A. Hi, Chris. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dan. Hey, I have a uh, Sarver question. Yeah, I was just first of all, I'm black and I have. Uh, girls, so I'm very sensitive, and and I think what he did and said was was horrific. But it made me think about this, and I was talking with my wife. Why do we treat ownership of sports teams differently than ownership of other successful companies? Because if this were Jeff Bezos or or um, Phil Knight of, of of Nike, and they did this, we wouldn't be calling for them to sell their uh, company and whatnot, and. You know, I mean, as I said, as a black person, I'm 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 torn because I think it's horrible what he did. But then, what right do we have to make someone sell their company? I, I, especially when we live in a time of progressive discipline. It's but Chris, I don't know if anybody made him sell. And thank you for the phone call. He said he chose to. I don't know if there was pressure or not, but they shouldn't be treated differently. I mean, you're still running a business, but I just, I, I, you know, it's, and maybe Ramona Shelburne can help me understand this. How was the pressure applied? It feels like there was because something changed in the manner of matter of what, five days, six days, all of a sudden you have an epiphany and you go, you know what? I love this community. And even though, uh, you know, I feel like I'm uh, being, you know, attacked by the media or fa- whoever it is, now all of a sudden you go, yep, I'm going to sell. It's it's uh, better for the organization. Yeah, Paul. And I guess, I don't know if it's apples and oranges, but a lot of guys who run businesses, they're kicked out of their companies when they have things. The board of directors kick them out. I don't know if it works that way with a, for someone who's a pure owner who owns the pr- most percentage of a team. Mo in Arizona. Hey, Mo, what's on your mind? Good morning, Dan Dennis. Hey, uh, funny, uh, my son's about 10 years old. We bought him a rabbit, even though he wanted a turtle. Wound up buying him a rabbit, and three times the rabbit came up missing. So we had to replace the rabbit. Turns out when he got about 20-something, we started talking about the rabbit. He said, Dad, I wanted a turtle. I kept letting the door open, so I know you guys are replacing the rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> so he wanted the rabbit to run away so he could get a turtle. I wanted the rabbit, to, but I got a pie in the face back. Whoa. Last time I got... I got to find the face bet. Last time I, I shut down, I, I'm taking the Niners to the Super Bowl. The Niners to win, to win it, and we get the field. Is that right, Mo? Yes, sir. Okay. 
who wants to uh, take the bet and watch Mo get a pie to the face? Paulie? Mo, are you near a pie store right now? Do you want to get this over with? <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> okay. All right. Paulie's in on the bet, Mo. Yeah. Can, I, can I jump in, too? Oh, Seton's in on the bet, too. All right. That's two pies to the face. Uh, yeah, Paul. I'm not even anti-Niners. I, I kind of like Garoppolo and the Kittle and those guys. Hmm. But it's just, you know, the odds are so heavily. Marvin will administer the pie to my face coming up on Monday. Wait, do the Niners play Monday night, Fritzy? That is a Sunday Against, night game. Oh, Sunday Indian. night game. Okay. A Sunday night game. Sunday. Sunday night football on NBC. I don't even work for the Peacock and I'm promoting <laughs> Niners. Jimmy G at Russell Wilson. Nathaniel Hackett called the timeout just now for no reason. Thank you, Kevin Harlan. Uh, yeah, so I get a pie to the face on Monday. Marvin will administer since he's a Niner fan. Uh, we'll take uh, take a break here. Mona Shelburne will join us coming up here in a little bit. We'll find out more, hopefully, with the Celtics situation and also with the Suns because you got uh, Bob Iger, who ran Disney for a while, and uh, Jeff Bezos. Like now, Jeff Bezos wants to get into owning a team. I'm surprised. Like, why Phoenix? Good team, good town. Feels like he could just go. You know, I'd like to buy the AFC. <laughs> Jeff Bezos has um, made an offer to buy the AFC. Two hours in the books. One more to go. Kevin Harlan, take us to break. So, I'll do it since he's not paying attention. <laughs> we'll be back right after this. Don't go away. One more item. We close that hour to Simply Safe Home Security. Simple. You get to set it up safe because, well, they should call it simply extremely safe, very safe, unbelievably safe. But I guess they thought marketing, you know, you have people come in and go, no, call it simply safe, simply safe. I like to say there's no safe like simply safe, 24 7 professional monitoring. Simply Safe's agents call you the moment a threat is detected. They send the police or first responders in an emergency. Even if they don't get a hold of you or you're not at home, they have monitoring experts that use proprietary advanced response technology. What's that mean? Let's say there is a break-in. It's real. You get the highest priority police dispatch because they can actually see what's going on. Customize the perfect system for your home. Takes a couple of minutes. SimplySafeDan.com. Go today. Claim a free indoor security camera plus 20% off with the interactive monitoring. You got to go to SimplySafeDan.com. SimplySafeDan.com. There's no safe like SimplySafe. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one -on -one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host 
host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.